Open our eyes, Lord, that we might see. Open our ears that we might hear. Open our mind and our heart that we might understand, so that we will turn to you and live. At the very heart of that is the restoration of God. That God gathers us up and God actually heals us. There is so much pain in this room. And I want to be one voice that stands in the middle and reminds you that God heals. We have the story of Hannah. And I wanted to tenderly deal with the story of Hannah because it raises questions about infertility and some very painful things. I hope you'll trust me to move, to not go into that at this moment. I want you to know that God sees that pain if you carry that burden. But in Hannah's particular story, for her not to have a child or the possibility of a child, in that culture and in that moment, it meant an end of dreams. It meant there was no future. It was not only the death of the inability to bring life into the world, it was literally the sense that she would have no future. And Hannah, I believe, in the story of Samuel, represents for us Israel. Hannah's actual position is the position Israel finds itself in. They have been ransacked by the Philistines, and they are uh, morally in chaos. And anyone with any sense who was looking at Israel from the outside would think they had no future. And so Hannah is desperate, and she has a woman, Penina, who is also one of Elkanah's wives, and she ridicules her, presses into her wounds, despises her year after year, till Hannah weeps and would not eat. So what do you do when you're desperate and you have no future? You do the one thing there is to do in that place. You go to God. And so she goes to the temple. And in bitterness of soul, Hannah wept and she prayed. And she asked God to give her her son, to give her a future she asked God to step into her unrelenting grief. As Levertov says, says in her poem, she fell free into creator spirit's deep embrace. And she begins to pray. Have you ever had a moment where you prayed and just your heart was so torn? And the priest Eli looks at her and thinks that she's drunk. How dare you, the priest says. But Hannah is going to God, so she doesn't back down an inch. I haven't been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. I'm praying out of my great anguish and grief, she says. Praying out of our anguish and grief. 
Do any of you pray out of your anguish and grief? And Eli was so moved by Hannah, he joins her in her prayer and prays that God would bless her. Now, the faith that Hannah reveals is not so neatly wrapped up by simply saying that Hannah got what she desired. Because Hannah represents Israel, and Israel has years of heartache and disappointment to endure. Hannah represents all of us. And as we know, as Jesus himself shows us, finding our healing, finding ourselves in God's deep embrace will not always mean that we receive what we believe we require or in the time that we require. But we also have to say boldly that here in this moment, God gave Hannah a child. Healing does happen. God's unwavering intention is to mend our broken hearts, to bind our wounds, to gather us close in our sorrows, to lead us into the wide country of God's healing embrace. Please don't allow the delay in your healing, the unanswered questions, the dark nights, the soul-crushing disappointment, Do not allow it to drown you in ultimate despair. Do not miss the certain hope that is made visible to Israel and ultimately made visible to the entire world in the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. All of our stories, all of Hannah's tears, all of your tears, all of mine, They lead us to a cross where Jesus died for our healing and an empty tomb where Jesus rose from the dead to conquer every place where we know death. Every place where we, alongside courageous Hannah, pray out of anguish and grief. I said all of that to say this. Church, what we are doing here today and what we do day in and day out, we are not just playing some social function. We are living in a story with a firm conviction that in Jesus, God has done something and is even now doing something. We are reckless enough to believe that Jesus rescues, that Jesus heals. When we pray, we believe that God hears us. We give our lives to following Jesus because we are desperate for life. We share this story with our neighbors because we believe that Jesus actually is the healer of the world. We actually believe that God restores us. Hear this word. Believe it. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.